hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your rambling, geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I am delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's our resident robot bigot of the pod, DL. Hello. Hi, I am a robot bigot. <laughs> I, have you ever been to Singapore? AI those ro- bigot? Robot? Those robots are slow, dude. Oh, really? Like, trying to go to the bathroom, they're like in the way. Like, with all the cl- <laughs> Not a big fan. <laughs> what, about the robot bigot. Toi- what about the robot toilets in like Japan? They're the bomb. How can you? Now that's even... a robot I can stand behind. <laughs> One that wipes I'll, my own head. I'll sit in front of. <laughs> <laughs> I can stand behind that robot, but the rest. Now I got to be honest. Like this movie, the, the main topic of today, which I won't. Well, I guess you've already read. Um, if you've not, if you've come into this and not it, read the title, I'll be yeah, impressed. The main topic today, they they really have a strange take on you know who's going to be really really good on human rights i think mm. <laughs> when you look at where our mm. world is today mm. suddenly isn't that interesting there's a big 180 i think anyway <laughs> we'll get to that um how you doing man i'm very good thank you very much yeah ticking along nice you just got back from the states hey how's yeah. the how's the jet lag um it's not great but we don't <laughs> what no t- one wants to what hear time about did you it, wake so. up today i actually stayed up late and slept in till like 8 30 so oh really that's to oh, try that's and fix good. it. Yeah. That's how you fucking get back yeah. back on track, right? But I got like six hours, probably. I don't know. I'll check Mate, my that's the ring. Dream. I'd love to get six hours. What do you mean? Six partner, hours is not enough. The partner snores like a dying warthog. We've had this conversation many a time. You gotta fucking deal with it, dude. Six hours is not enough. Go sleep in here. Yeah, man. I, m- in I might pod have studio. to. I might have to. Yeah, I'll just I'll pod in my sleep. That's yeah. all I do nowadays. Eat, sleep, pod, repeat. Eat, sleep, pod, <laughs> repeat. You know how it is. Yes, I do. Hey guys, look, if you want to stick around and hear us banter about our days, feel free. Otherwise, there will be time codes in the description. As always, they will be there, but they are subscribed. Subscribed? I can't think of words today, DL. What am I talking about? I don't know. It's a tough morning for you. It's, we're starting, <laughs> that, we're starting that coffee strong. has not kicked in yeah. yet. <laughs> they will be supplied by friend of the show and editing master, Mr. Matthew Bliss, whose details we will give you at the end of the pod. Stick around, wait for them. But DL, yes. I've got a question for you. Yes. If people had the uh, had the podcast app open on their phone yes. and they had the option to give a rating to the show, how many stars do you think they should give? Zero. Us? No, five. <laughs> give five. Give whatever, dude. We just need engagement. Yeah, we love those five stars. We love it if you give them to us. Thank you. And we got a few which we really appreciate. We should do like a competition or something for giving us stars on the podcast. That seems like we're bribing people. Yeah, but isn't that that how people get everywhere in life? I guess. I guess. Touche. If you want podcast assembled merch, hit us up with a five star and we will will read out. DL will read out your review. No matter how vulgar. (laughs) No matter how vulgar. No matter how. how random. Random, vulgar. Give, give a review of an Amazon product. I don't care what you do. We give will not it. censor. Yeah. I, we, did we, have we ever? I don't know. I don't know. But we won't start. <laughs> DL, what have you been up to in your time away, mate? What have you been doing? I have been doing other than gallivanting around uh, Hawaii gallivanting. and LA. I, Sounds uh, terrible, mate. Sounds like the worst kind of life. No, it was good, man. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I am, this, this jet likes hitting me harder than most, but I think it's because it was so quick. Um, so you kind of like aren't really adjusted anywhere. But uh, hmm. what have I been doing, man? I've been... You were away for what, like a week? Yeah, a week and like two days. Just week and two days. Yeah, nice. So it's like, you know, I've been doing a lot of catching up on stuff, I guess. And uh, I've I basically finished Rebels, Star Wars Rebels. Oh, because you've been done. shipping away. And then also... Talk, talk about Rebels. Take your time. Yeah. I want to hear about this because I would say of all my friends, geeky friends, you're one of the least likely to jump into something like Star Wars Rebels. Really? Yeah, I'd agree with that. But you did it and you've smashed it. Yeah, I did smash it. Um, 
it was a lot of content it was i mean the rebels isn't as bad as clone wars clone wars is like i didn't finish that okay too much do you think it's do you think it's say set you up well for ahsoka yes i don't know how you watch it without watching rebels yeah no i have no idea i kind of i kind of don't get how you do it it's very confusing for the most part although episode five of ahsoka you could watch without fully watching rebels which one was episode five remind me if you just watched a couple of the ah- Ahsoka like ones from uh, Clone Wars and maybe one from Rebels, like yeah. three episodes. Well, that's what you Disney get did. That. They released like a list of ten things yeah. you should watch before watching Ahsoka, um, which is a lot of stuff. In that's itself. the one with all the like. It's like the kind of Scrooge McDuck one where they go back in time through the Scrooge McDuck. You know, <laughs> the life tree. Yeah, they go through the like. Oh, what do they call it? The plate, the world between worlds, or something. Okay, and she sees Anakin, and she sees like versions of Anakin. I loved that. That yeah, was great. Was, epic yeah, it was really cool like and i didn't it, need to see the rebels to see that because i got i got what was going on she was going through her memories like i didn't need to have known all this stuff. yeah but like there's like it's more about like who ahsoka is if you miss things about like like the guilt she wears like she yeah. leaves the she leaves the jedi order at like the peak of anakin's mm. like i guess disillusionment scent like they're friends like right it's like if obi-wan abandoned anakin right they, they, let the hate flow through you and so like she leaves because like she doesn't agree with the the way they're doing things the same way anakin mm. doesn't and like kind of ha- he has no one around but him. he stays he stays and we all know what that <laughs> does that say a lot about the jedi order <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> the one who goes is still good and the one who stays gets... it, it does but i think also it's more that he stays and then b- betrays them because of like he, he's got a tie with padme sure where she doesn't have that same tie her only tie was anakin he's got a tie so like they drew so it was like zero zero not like a tie <laughs> she's tied to Anyway, I yeah, I've really been enjoying Ahsoka because of that, and I think well, it's we'll do an Ahsoka episode maybe next week. It finishes next. Yeah, week. I'm down. I thought I've got. A, I haven't watched the most up to date one, but I, I think it's like the best Star Wars shit that's come out in a while. No, other than that's Andor one, other than Andor. Andor's the yeah, only but like thing else. Jedi stuff. Okay, with with lightsabers yeah. in. Yes, I'd say so. It's pretty good. It's like by far. I didn't think I've needed like. Yeah, I don't think I've needed. It. We'll talk about it next week. I don't think I've a hundred percent needed it so far, but like it's it's fine. Need I feel it. like I mean you don't need anything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> needed it. Just, I just think it's like taking Star Wars in a good direction. Okay, like vagueness and like it's not just black or like mm. black and white or uh, red or blue. Sith and Sith and Jedi. Like absolute. The, Isn't that the path? Yes, <laughs> the, the bad Sith. guy. One of the bad guys is actually like his his lightsaber is like orange. Yeah, not the fully star red. Is. It I looks like it's guy. gotten redder throughout. I think he passed away. I think he passed away after it finished filming. So like he's yeah, it's Ray something something. I'll, I'll did he really look down the background? Which is a shame. That's such a bummer. Yeah, because he's pretty good in it. I was actually really down to have more of him. Yeah, I found I thought he was a slow slow start, but it's got cooler as it goes through. Yeah, I like it. Like he's a bit like deadpan, but like yeah, I kind of like but it. I, I, I vibe it. Yeah. Well, I did a cool thing this week, DL. We actually, me and a couple of boys, we decided it'd be a fun idea to do something super nerdy last mm-hmm. Friday night. I think you'd like this, actually. Uh, there's one in Bondi Junction, but we actually went to one out in Mascot. Okay. Have you ever played, like, zombie VR? Have you ever done that? No, but I'd like to. It's I, oh, so much The Bondi fun. Junction one? Yeah. So we didn't go to the Bondi Junction one. We went to a different one that's like a warehouse almost in Mascot, mm-hmm. right by the airport. And what it is, is you effectively have this big old, like, it, it actually just looks like, you know, um, what are they called? Like a, a bulletproof vest, yeah. effectively, but with like a big old, like, computer in it. And you have your gun, you have a big visor on, you got headphones on. You're basically completely immersed in this thing. Wow. And you're, you're just in a big rectangle. Yeah, I've seen them. I've it's seen them. the environment, it's the environment in the VR headset that stops yeah. you going into a wall or into one of your mates or something. 
a lot of fun, man. Yeah. Oh, it was so much fun. I mean, we did like a pretty generic, like, kill the zombies. There's like a zombie outbreak, but yeah. they had other ones like, you know, uh, Far Cry. They had a Far Cry one. Yeah. Had a bunch of different stuff and it looked sick. I'd love to do it again. Does it like, is it hard? Nah. Super fun. I mean, I'm good. I, I mean, good I'm good at, at games. games yeah. So, <laughs> no, I mean, just take saying, the like, if you play games, yeah. Good. Like literally with the zombies one, everything's a headshot. Just keep shooting for the head, and you're gonna do fine. Yeah. But like, I used a shotgun a lot at the beginning. So like, so the gun has different settings. So you hit like a button, and it changes to a shotgun, or mm. you can pick up like a mini gun, for example, and you can only use it until it runs out. Uh, okay. And like, but the shotgun. So I was just using that the whole time. It's basically a one shot kill if you go if you if they're close enough. And, but it's quite like, it's like full pump action. So you've got to pump it properly and it's yeah. like not easy. And I did it for the first half an hour and like my arm was like knackered. Like you're just tired. I was like, oh, I'm so tired. So I had to switch back to the machine gun just because I was so tired of doing this. <laughs> Goes to show, action. man. It's not easy being not a easy. fucking video gamer. Mate, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. I'd highly recommend if you get the opportunity. I can't remember exactly the name of this one, but we'll, ch- we'll check it out together at some point. We'll get a few of the, the guys together and go and do it because. For like $69, it's not cheap, but for an hour, I'd say it's worth it. Okay. I, I mean, I'd be down. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm in. You're in. We'll I'm pick in. a different one for you. Easy. Maybe we'll pick I an AI one. zombie one. <laughs> um, I think the zombie one's the same as the zombie one I did previously. So I've done it once before when I used to live in Melbourne. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's the same, but it's it's a lot of fun. It's very good. We'll do it. You do love a zombie thing, but it's I not do. it's not limited ammo or anything. It's just, it's not your style. It's... <laughs> Limited ammo should be a thing. Yeah, not in. The- you don't have unlimited ammo in real life. Well, we talked about this. We were saying like, how would you make I'll this treat it cooler like or limited. better? Yeah. Like, so, pew, pew, well, that's pew. it. But then, like, if because it's like zombie hordes, like if you run out of ammo, how do you beat them? You can't run in there, so you can't just run past them. Like, you'd need to use it as like a melee weapon, or like you could change it into like a knife or something. Can you imagine just swinging and just <laughs> hitting people? <laughs> There's a reason they <laughs> smashing the wall. There's definitely a reason they don't have that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Just fucking head check somebody. <laughs> that, that's all it reminds me. Yeah. The first time I did it, I was a significantly younger man. So I was like mid-20s. And I was a little bit dumb and young, and as you do. And the first thing I did, I got in there and I got I just got too excited. And this massive like backpack thing on. I did like a like a forward roll. <laughs> oh my god. I, I went full commando and did forward roll and they stopped the whole thing. And they said, Stop they made it. take all our head headsets to show off and they were like, no. You <laughs> no bad boy, <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, I'm sorry. They almost, they almost made me not play. That's embarrassing. For you. Yeah, they, imagine not playing. Oh, God. Imagine having to watch everyone play because you do. Yeah, fucking yeah. GI Jane. But it's pretty funny watching other people do those things, and you're not in it because you obviously don't have the experience. It would, it's like, like go left, go left, and you're just like, what the fuck is. Is it like is it like watching a silent disco? <laughs> yes, without the 100%, headphones. But everyone's like, but that doesn't everyone... sound fun at all. Oh man, it's so much fun to watch. Not it's funny, funny. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Funny. It is funny. Come on, man. What else have you been up to? Give funny. me a couple more. What else have I been up to, man? I watched Shane Gillis' stand up about like weird dogs or whatever. I've not seen that. That's funny. Yeah, is you Shane told Gilles? me to watch it. Oh, I think you I have. Sorry, it. yeah, I know. Strange this one. dogs. Or what I, did you reckon? He's gay. He's good. I mean, like he's, he's gay. Funny. He's good. No, yeah, he's good. Okay, right. he's, he's he's like it's he's funny. He's uh very not PC, which I like. Yes, um, I, I like that as well. It's comedy, man. Like you've got to be. Yeah, he's he's funny, man. Isn't he in Joe Rogan's little sect? Yeah, he's one of the crew. He's one of the crew. He's in the sphere of influence of Joe Rogan, money making <laughs> sphere, getting all that Spotify money. Yeah, dude. Just like anyone that brings on that he brings on, I think just. Instantly makes like yeah hundreds of thousands of dollars followers hundreds so of dollars that's pretty cool 
Oh, Bram. I tell you what I did. I what finished a show that you talked about, and we finished this. Actually, we finished it super surprisingly quick, considering I didn't assume the partner was even going to be into it. But we finished Severance. Did we Dude, talk about this? that show's so good. I'm sure we've talked about this, but we'll, we'll... we didn't. You don't, didn't talk about the end. Blah, 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 blah. Didn't talk about the ending. Okay, it's good. I want all I want. Spoilers in my Severance, life by the are way. shows like Severance. Yes, like that's the quintessential. It like I got the same feeling of that as I got the like the feeling of Yellow Jackets for the first time. Like mm. peak television, different vibe, very different, but like that enthralled. Yeah, peak okay, television, but it, it's that prestige, yeah, prestige television, and prestige. It, it's that watercolor. It's that drags you in and makes you just have you cannot, to watch cannot the next let go. episode. You I, know, I've heard about a book. Have you heard about the Red Rising series? I'm halfway through reading it. Oh, I've heard very good things about this. I might have to. I may have to read it with you. It's good. I'm only halfway through. So. I've heard it gets way better. Okay. Yeah. Like the first trilogy is like pretty good. Wait, then how many it, books are there? He's, he's apparently written three more or something. Bloody hell. And it's like, uh, it turns into Game of Thrones where it's like different POVs. In- oh, as interesting. As to one. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. The first book I am okay with, it's just taken like a major like derailed change. I was like, all right, that's interesting. And like it starts, I'm not going to ruin anything for you by saying this. It is effectively, uh, the whole point of this first book is it is sort of like an abstract view of like how the rich rule society yeah. in the real world, but like how slavery is, how enslaved middle classes are and how like we don't even realize it and all these things. Like it's a real abstract view of, okay. but in quite a well formatted idea, like you yeah. know anything about the idea behind it? No, no, I'm kind of going Mars. in completely wrong. I'm not going to give you anything about it, set yeah. on Mars, but it's, in, it, it's interesting and I'm liking it. I haven't had a lot of time to read it of late but i'll it's not that big a book so i'll fly through it mm. good yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna read it once i'm done with my but name. severance that's book. sorry to distract severance phenomenal dude just good so ending. good the good twist ending. is so good so like uh, continuing the sports severance the ending was effectively that they so the, the setup for the show if anyone, anyone doesn't know what severance is it's effectively you can sever your brain and have two distinct personalities you have your outside personality so your work and outside personalities are split your work personality knows nothing about your outside life. It is completely separate. It is this entity that has no idea of anything outside of work. And it's about effectively these four characters who kind of want to find out about their outside selves, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're a bit like, why are we locked in here? Why are we trapped? Talking of slavery. Yes, but like, it is Why a form. are we the slaves here? Yeah, it's mad. It's super interesting. And the idea is that they kind of break out. For a short well, time. like you, I mean, I don't want to spoil it too much. To be honest, You're spoiling it, it's fine. Okay, yeah, I mean, they try to, they eventually do find a way to break out, but like it for a the, short time. The season ends like it's a very big cliffhanger. Yes, I had, um, they had to give it a season two. Well, so ended. I'm reading about it as we speak. Because I was like, actually, why isn't that out yet? It came out so long ago. Okay, when did it come out? Um, I think like 2021. Okay, fair enough. I'm sorry to report. Esquire says that last year's best new television series has become severed. No. From its work second half. Uh, basically, following the strike and rumors of drama behind the scenes, production on the Apple TV show has been halted indefinitely, according to Deadline, forcing audiences to sit with the first season's amazing cliffhanger just a while longer. Mark asks, hold on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, basically, oh, ben, ben Stiller came in and shut down rumors of drama surrounding like the two co-creators. Okay. Um Apparently, the two had ended up hating each other on the first season per multiple sources. Wow. Uh, no one's going to break the room, apparently, is what Stiller said. We love our fans. We just want to make it good. So they're just trying to 
make it good, apparently, or cover up co-creator drama. Okay, co-creator drama. Yeah. That's fun. I mean, I hate you, so like, <laughs> and we work together all the time, so we work together a very it. limited amount of time. <laughs> so like, you don't have to hate me too much. No, I'm just kidding. I don't hate you, bud. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Love um, you too. But I, I do think that's ridiculous. Get, come on, just make the show. I mean, you could, yeah, you, could you make it without both co-creators? Like, do you need like? I mean, that's the question, really, isn't it? I what, guess that's what probably what take? they're working through. Yeah, I think that they did. I think that the rumor was that it was like a pretty big creative difference. Like they wanted to take it different ways. Ah, oh. so why that? Okay, right. Imagine yeah. this. Imagine this future. You split the budget in half, and you go half and half, and you make both series. You make one which two alternate versions of the series. How fucking sick would that be? Severance A and Severance B. So you get the one creator who goes off and does his version, and see where that goes. And you get Severance B, where you go off and create that version, see where that goes. And whichever sticks you go for, that would be sick. Will never happen. I, but, I know it won't, but like, how good would it be? Or you just like use the conf- like the conflict to create something really fucking good. Boring. All dude, all <laughs> creatives have conflict, and that's the, yeah. the forces that push against each other are what make it kind of the best. Like you, when you watch the Beatles documentary, you can really see that with uh, George Harrison and. How uh, how different he is from fucking Paul, and Ringo. Paul McCartney yeah. and yeah. John. Yeah, all right, interesting. Yeah. What else we know, buddy? One more. Um, not much, man. I that was a lot that I went through. Okay, I mean Rebels, Rebels, is a lot. <laughs> all of Rebels, Rebels and caught up on Ahsoka. That was a lot. There's probably something else, but I can't think of it right now. I got one final one for you then. Yeah. So I watched a new thing on Netflix, and this is one that kind of popped up recently, and I was like, it's got Jamie Fox, it's got John Boyega, uh, and it's got like a pretty cool cast. It's called They Cloned Tyrone. And I was a bit like, yeah, I saw the trailer and I was like, this is, what is this? (laughs) Effectively. It is kind of that kind of like movie. You're like, what the fuck is this title? John Vega's like a low level drug dealer. Um, Jamie Foxx is a pimp. And then I've forgotten the act, the actress's name. Uh, there's Jamie an- Fox is a pimp. Yeah, no, literally. And he dresses like an 80s pimp. It's great. He would love that. Yeah. It's, I love that for him. It is a lot. Of, it, I had a lot of fun with it. Like, it's pretty, it's interesting. Like, the <laughs> themes of it are pretty deep. Like, the tones of it are a bit like pretty heavy tones, like deaths early on and like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, deaths in the family and what it means and as the title suggests, there may be cloning involved as well. You would think so. If you've seen the trailer, that strongly hints at that too. It's kind of good. I kind of had fun with it. It's a bit like dumb. It's gotten good reviews, I thought. Yeah, it's gotten some pretty good reviews. I gave it a go. I had a lot of fun with it. I'd recommend, I don't think your partner would love it. I had to wait till the partner was out. I couldn't watch it when she was out. I got time now. You got time, buddy. Better add it. It's already it's already on the list, so I'll, okay. I'll just give, give it, it a watch. Give it a tell me thing. I think Jamie Foxx as an eighties type pimp is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think Jamie Foxx in general. Yeah, didn't he have a stroke? He had he he had a mystery illness and came back. Oh, wow. Did you see the rumors that they they cloned Jamie Foxx and replaced him? No. Did you see that? I, I missed those. the irony of this film coming yeah, out at I the same those. time. He, he was probably like fuck. Well, when that rumor came out, and then he was like in this movie. He was probably Fuck. Well, he came he back are. and he was like, re- like super pale, like had lost all his color, like lost a load of weight. Oh, and everyone was like, they've replaced Jamie Foxx. With a clown. I, I love all these rumors of re- replacing. Have you seen all these? That everyone's been replaced. Yeah. Avril Lavigne. Like you name it. I've heard of replaced. that one. That one's so ridiculous. It's so dumb. My brother Britney told Spears. me about that. Yeah. Well, so Britney many. Spears, I don't know. Weird. She's just cooked. Have you ever, do you so follow cooked. her on Instagram? I do not, but I know it's a lot so of her weird, stuff. It's so weird, dude. She's she know she's dancing with things. knives? Yes. <laughs> it's so weird, dude. 
Just enjoy your money. Stop doing weird well, things. Well, that's it. She didn't have any of the money until recently. Yeah, so now she's just gone fucking all the way the other the other. Well, side that's of what the they spectrum. were worried about, wasn't it? I highly recommend go go much. Uh, they clone Tyrone. A lot of fun and Severance and set hundred percent go and see Severance. Highly recommend both. What we do now is we like to do a little bit of what we call "Have you heard?" Which is kind of news, kind of not news. It's stuff off Instagram we've seen that we like the idea of talking about. And this week we have some fabulous news. I went full Donald Trump. Then did you see that? I went this week. We have <laughs> it was the hand the motion. best news. The we best have the best news. news. Fantastic news. Fantastic news. Is the hand motion? I can't I do actually, the accent. Just to go out on a side, I know we don't like to get political. I cannot wait. Not a political podcast. To see Vivek, the the new up and coming Republican candidate. Okay, go against debate him. Trump because <laughs> I know within like thirty seconds he's gonna like this guy's doing really well. I don't think Trump is just gonna destroy. I I like. He's I, just gonna I, make fun of him. He's just gonna be like, "Who is this little brown man?" <laughs> Why is he yapping like a chihuahua? <laughs> Didn't he call one of them like the donut boy or something and he's never Mate, recovered? He's, he's just literally, he's just like a troll. He's like a, yeah, that's and, literally and you what cannot is. win. It's literally you what cannot win. The only Brand one that has a good chance of winning is Biden because he's so dumb. I, wow. He just won't acknowledge. So but out. He's just like, oh, what? Like, that's the only way you can like actually beat Trump is by like not being not intelligent engaging. enough. Yeah. Well, you almost be less intelligent yes the less intelligent you are the, the better. better yeah the, the less engagement i i think the next presidential candidate who tries to take on trump their whole thing should just be every time trump says something they'll be like your mom said what <laughs> like, that's actually idiot idea. said what what <laughs> what <laughs> are you referring to i cannot hear you it's like those your customer service agents <laughs> When you're on the phone with your phone provider, you're very Indian accent. <laughs> I do so not true. understand. Like that's what he's gonna do. I just want Vivek is to fun. cancel my phone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we went way too deep into American politics. DL, uh, did okay. you hear this week? Yes, True I, Detective season four. It's got a new trailer out, baby. Did you watch it? You did watch it. I did watch it. What do you think? I thought it looked cool. A bit of a snorefest. The characters. Interesting. I liked it. Just like. Oh, it just looks jo- like a devious new mystery. Jodie Foster. Though. Oh, you don't like Jodie Foster? But look, I'm gonna like it. I think because like I love like mystery thriller crime true dramas, and True Detective is the peak. Yeah, it's like so. Peak like, TV. am I gonna watch? Yes. Am I gonna like it? Probably. Do I like Jodie Foster overall? No. This might change your mind on her. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> why is? Why does she offend you so much? Because she's just the same actress in everything. Is she your Liam Neeson? Everybody loves her, and I'm like, don't get it. She's your Liam Neeson. No, because she's more this. esteemed than Liam Neeson. I'm not saying she's not. So like, I can't. Saying, it's not a comparable. I'm just saying. My you just Liam like Neeson would reason. be like. That's a good question. Who is my Liam Neeson? Yeah, let's go with that. Like, who's a really like, like a tier B actor? Like Liam Neeson's not tier A. Who gets right? paid way too much money who's to do like, the same movie? Who's like got a little bit too much credit for just doing the same thing all There's the time? So many of them. That's like Ryan Gosling, but I like, or sorry, uh, Ryan Reynolds, but I like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he's good. So they he's brought, not... They've just brought back uh, Welcome to Wrexham, by the way. That's new to. I have uh, saved that. I was gonna. I was gonna watch it. Season out I've now. saved it on Apple TV. Okay, we probably will start it this week. Um, my Liam Neeson is. Every time you speak like that, I can just think. I just think the Trump accent. My, my Liam Neeson is Liam Neeson. the guy that fights the big shark. Oh, Jason Statham. Jason Statham. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, but he's probably more like C. Like Liam Neeson is regarded mm. as higher than him. I would say. Really? I, I don't know. Think? Maybe not. I maybe not. British circles. Question. Where they drink tea. Maybe not. <laughs> nah, he talks like this. Yes. He's he just an angry ball man. He's he a, just looks like a cue ball. He is a cue ball. <laughs> <laughs> you just 
if there isn't a scene in in that new shark film, The Meg 2, where he headbutts the Meg, I'll be very upset. That's all I'm going to say. He uh, has to headbutt the Meg. Do you want to put a bet? <laughs> does, he in the bet. Fir- does he in the first one? No. So that uh, makes me think odds are he might be in the second. We're getting a fucking headbutt. <laughs> He's like, straight headbutt. Contrary to popular opinion, you don't poke the nose. You headbutt. It. You headbutt um, the nose. Well, anyway, True Detective season four. Look, I'm personally super excited about this. Like, I don't have the same hatred of Jodie Foster you do. I've hatred never- is a strong word. Okay. Distaste. Did I say she, did I say I hate her? I, I mean, roll I may have just back. literally said that 30 seconds ago, but hatred is a strong <laughs> word and you shouldn't use it. Hatred is a path to the dark side. Yeah. Working in absolutes. I'm too Donald Trump today, aren't I? Fear. I, I don't mind her. Callie Reese looks good in this as well. Who's the, the other protagonist alongside Jodie Foster. They've got like a good love hate dynamic. I feel, oh, I think all the characters in these two detectives. Well, like did they introduce like the racial thing with like having a, you know, they have a native Alaskan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as one of the detectives, which always like amps up the tension, I think. And you were telling me, yeah, like the way they tell- did with season three as well. Yeah, and you were telling me that this might link back to season one. Yes, which would be kind of. And now that I I know that Nick Palazziato—that's his name, I believe it is—is is not a part of this because Netflix snatched him up for a big contract. Ooh, it'd be kind of rude to like continue his award-winning story without him. Yeah, but it looks like they are because there's a lot of connections, like Cole. From season one, Matthew McConaughey's character is from Alaska and multiple times they bring up he is from Alaska and he goes back there during his time in between the two timelines in season one. Not only that, the spiral thing oh, yeah. is, is seen in the trailer from season one. Ooh. Not only that, season three, they re-emphasize that this case was never fully closed and lots of people thought it was a broader conspiracy. Because they only got like their one guy. Yeah. They didn't get all the people. Nick. So it does feel. Pizzolato. Pizzolato will be. I'd be pretty pissed if like they kind of continued my story without me. But I guess, you know, that's why he got paid. Probably got the rights. They probably sold the rights. Yeah. To to, like like, the name True Detective. Yeah. I know. I know what they went for. They went for that whole. These are disparate stories and they're all just different. Like fair enough. But like. They really caught something with that first series. And I think even the third one could kind of loop into it. Yeah. But it's, it's mainly like. What they caught was just like two fucking actors at their prime. Oh, absolutely. With like phenomenal writing and like a strong tone the entire way through yeah, with the yeah, same yeah. director for the entire season. I just don't think like bringing that back will like create that magic necessarily. And like, they should do it that. if the story makes sense. I'm like, not saying that, but I mean like little links, even little links having it and then like maybe somewhere down the line them having like some sort of crossover. Could be a lot of fun. Could be cool. Could be fun. Could be cool. All right. This is coming out on January 14th. So that is way sooner than I was expecting. But that's, Fuck, that's still like what four months away january is four months away god you, you i got a lot of that. stuff to do with my wedding you say that like <laughs> that's gonna come way quicker than you yeah, think it will it always does anyway dl yeah. did you see this week that is another trailer but this time it's more of a teaser it's a stinger for the new devil may cry anime show which is coming to netflix now for anyone who doesn't know devil may cry is one of my all-time favorite video games like i played this growing up i played all of them even the crap one i've Played it to death. Yeah. And I think, and I'm pretty sure, check check the tapes, but we did an episode on video games that would go really well on screen. And I'm pretty sure this is one I called out. So I'm pretty, pretty chuffed about this. You are right. It but it's is. an it's an anime, right? And it's kind it's of It's actually perfect for anime. Yeah. It's in the vein of like those Castlevania ones as well, which yep, I really totally. liked. You liked them too. Did you finish those? I don't think I finished the final I season. Finished it, yeah. it got weirdly horny at one point and I was like, what I'm not sure. At one point. Was it always at, through? At one point? 
Bro, it was like full on BDSM like sex scenes like every season. No. Yes. Between the vampires? And the vampires and the humans and the vampires. I don't remember the and oh, alright. It I was a v, humans. VH, VH, VH. Oh. You know how they have like male, female, male, female? That sounds... Like vampire, that human, sounds, vampire, human, vampire, human. That sounds very much like an SDI. <laughs> you like, might get one. You pick that up if you go to the wrong sex party. <laughs> VH, VH, VH. Oh my God, I've got it. <laughs> Dude, that reminds me. Did you ever see the uh, movie It Follows? No. Good. Fucking phenomenal horror movie. Who's where, in it? Where I it's basically it. like... Read the read the premise to okay. the, for the audience. Sorry, this is an aside, but it's so good. Is this... Is this- linked any any way uh yes to vh 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 let me see this okay after carefree teenager jay sleeps with her new boyfriend you for the first time she learns that she is the latest recipient of a fatal curse i have heard of this that is passed from victim to victim by sexual intercourse (laughs) vh 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 like what the fuck bro it sounds ridiculous it is horrifying and fucking it's a great movie it sounds uh, ridiculous. The premise sounds ridiculous, but it's so scary. So to get rid of the curse, you have to pass it on, or yes. you're just going to die regardless. You have to pass it on. Oh, that's that's brutal. Yeah, knowing that the person you're but giving like, it to once is going to die. Once you're done, you're free. You're out, baby. But if like like you, so you can just keep passing it on theoretically, and no one dies. What does that make sense? No. Explain that again. You have a sexual relationship with someone. Yes. You are cursed. Yes. When you do that, you pass the curse on to this person. Yeah. It follows, no longer follows you. It follows that person. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That person then has sex with someone else. It no longer follows them. It follows. So theoretically, we could just keep this train going. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But someone dies, it goes back to the last person. Oh. So you're never fully like. Until they have sex again. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't just like. You're never fully like safe. So you couldn't just like have sex with like I don't know this is gonna sound grim as fuck. Like you couldn't just have sex with like an old person who's just about to die anyway. No, because it'll come back. Because it'll come back. Ah oh, man, that's brutal. Yeah, it's not that's fun. brutal. It's not a fun curse. I don't like that. Talk oh, that wigs me out a that's lot. That's what VHVHVH VH is. That it. Well, maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> Coming back to the original point, <laughs> Devil May Cry animated series. You gonna watch it? Yeah, I'll watch it. I think it looks pretty good. To be perfectly honest, yeah. I mean. They couldn't have picked a better game for it. It's got like a bunch of cool lore. The games go deep into like his relationship with his brother, who becomes the bad guy, and blah blah blah. It's really good. It's a lot of fun. Yep. And he's got long white anime hair. He has long white anime hair. You must say that. It's it's, must... it's interesting because the the clip you get in the trailer, it he does talk in it, and he's very like woo yeah, but like the character in on screen is suspect. quite like deadpan and sarcastic in the yeah. games. He's super just like fuck yeah question go on is every anime character an emo i mean a lot of them are i don't think i know one that isn't a lot of them are yes i watched a really Follow interesting question is every final fantasy character oh absolutely oh every final fantasy protagonist is an emo has to be an emo without quite actually no final fantasy 9 was the with the one that broke that rule. Well, you have broke. an afro no, he had like big curtains and like a long little ponytail curtains like, count curtains and a ponytail curtains and a with ponytail. a ponytail yeah, blonde, more though, goth, blonde, and had like a he's a, you know what his outfit looked like, you know what like you know there's that current two thousands trends of like jean everything coming in yeah it looked like a jean outfit that like had the sleeves cut off like a full jean outfit nice yeah no not nice fucking vibe that. shite it looked I'll terrible fucking wear that next time I see you <laughs> um all right moving Mate, on if you do I would fucking love to see yeah. that all right moving on 
What else you got, DL? Uh, the SAG strike is not over. No, it's but not. But the writer's strike is coming to an end. Yeah. Yeah. They've made a theoretical agreement. Or That's a, good news. Some maybe. kind of a theoretical, <laughs> I guess, in, in, in principled agreement. In principle. It's yes. like when I say like, yes. It's like a handshake. Yes, exactly. Um, it's like in uh, Jerry Maguire when he says like, my handshake is as solid as wood. And then they just break it immediately. <laughs> Does he do that? I don't remember Jerry Maguire. Uh, it's a long time since I've seen yeah. that film. I can't really um, Yeah. So hopefully we'll get people writing. That's good. And that means like when the actors eventually figure it out, we'll be ready to go. Well, it's interesting. I still have, there's so much content that I still have to catch up on that like I don't need them to create. Give me a chance. I mean, we don't. Give me a chance. We don't want people to be going hungry, DL. We want people to be making Not, the money they deserve to make. I don't want them to go hungry. I'm just saying like, get, get what's yours. <laughs> Just take two more months <laughs> so I can catch up. Go on a break. Have a nice yeah. holiday. Take yeah, that money. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, it went on for 146 days thus far. And it's great, great news. Basically, the spokespeople are saying, uh, in, it, basically, it's a deal in principle, but the deal is exceptional, quotation mark. That's fantastic. We want everyone to be happy. Good timing for this when we're talking about AI things today. Kind of seems reflecting our society a little bit. Yes, except... The theme of this one is very oh, the, different. The <laughs> kind of the opposite. Pull yeah, a flip of it, but like <laughs> interesting little things running through there. Yeah. Final bit of news, NDL. Did you see this week? Loki season two. That actually got brought forward a couple of days. Love so it that. now starts pretty much directly after Ahsoka, I think. I think it actually starts this coming week. It's Jesus. a vibe. That's soon. However, it's this week. I think it's this week. Shaka. Shut the front door. Shaka. Shut the Shaka. barn door. Uh, however, there was a rumor which Henry Cavill had been casted in this. We know it's got K. Hugh Quang, the legend who is Short Round and uh, from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes. You know Short Round. Come on. From Indiana Jones. Yes. I thought you said, the, I thought you were going to say like the legend that is like some like Marvel character. No. And I was like, so far, I don't know who that is. <laughs> so, so far, I don't know that one. No, Not very legendary. I, I think he's made up for the show. It's yeah. all right. Don't worry about it. However, Henry Cavill, there's been a lot of casting rumors about him for a long time. They effective, well, He's been fan cast as Hyperion, who just a buff dude, basically buff blonde dude. Um, Adds up for a long time. I mean, he, he looks the part, looks Superman esque. Yeah, been there for a while, but apparently he's come around and dashed those rumors himself by saying, "Soz, soz bloods, not going to happen." That is basically confirmation that it is. That's now, what I said. The, what I will say is the only Henry Cavill news I care about is him saying he wants to be in Red Dead too. Mm. Or Red Dead game. And that Red Dead this. 3 is being made. All these things are happening. You definitely said that. I don't I know, but know. I want to double down on it and just say if he is, he would he'd be great in it. Now moving on. Um, as as John Marsden? As a character in it. Maybe Arthur, actually. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, I, I I know I already talked about that, but I just, we I'm, have still, I'm still excited about it. No talking about Red Dead Redemption. Okay. Talk about it too much. <laughs> okay. It's fair. Look, guys, if you've heard any news that we haven't talked about, hit us up at Podcast Assemble on Instagram or the at gmail.com. You can find us everywhere. We're, we've got a website, www.podcastsymbol.com. Send us memes, send us stuff. We love it when you do. Our contact details are all there. We will call you out if you give us a shout. DL. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to preface our main topic for this week? Our main topic this week, which I did not know was the main topic until Yesterday literally afternoon. I went into the theater and asked, what movie are we watching? <laughs> That's how jet lagged I have been, is The Creator, which is a... 2023 movie about just in theaters now about AI and 
future and sci-fi and war and we will be talking about yeah, we'll it. talk about it we'll talk non-spoilers and spoilers yeah. for everyone because it is a brand new movie if you haven't seen it yet which not i mean it's just come out so maybe you haven't yeah there will be time codes as i mentioned so you can skip you can you can hear what we think about it in top level and then uh, go and watch it and there's not like to be fair there's not that many spoilers like well, there's a few there's but they're really they're not they're so predictable <laughs> like i don't think well, anyone would have well we will yeah. talk about yeah. that dl do you have a stupid plot summary for me? I do. I've got two this week. Oh, look at you. <laughs> Fucking teacher, teacher, give him a golden star. Like a modern day Instagram influencer who didn't finish her GED. <laughs> the creator is very pretty, but beyond the surface, there's really not much there. Director Gareth Edwards said, let's make her stunning and figure the rest will follow. And maybe he's right. <laughs> he's you judged. know, like who's to judge these only fan girls? I mean, only God can judge DL yeah. and Donald Trump. Uh, mine is if, pussies on the internet. Sorry, cut it's, no, don't. If Apocalypse Now, iRobot, Avatar had a movie baby with different directorial parents or influences, the movie follows a man so creepy that when he gets rejected, he continues to stalk the girl after her death. Yeah, <laughs> that's like maybe the other one is really just simply like we're dipping back into the reluctant father figure and daughter road trip. Well, will we get sick of this anytime soon? I am. I'm getting a bit close sick of it now. to getting sick of it. I'm getting sick of it. Like we've, it's been done to death. Yeah, it really has. Especially when it's not done well. I'm very sick of it. Yeah. This. Yeah. Anyway, well, we'll talk about it. Uh, yeah. Tell me what you think the IMDb scores for this right now. Six point nine. I'm gonna double check this because it, I love a sixty-nine. You do love a sixty-nine. Yeah. I'm gonna check this because the Rotten Tomatoes got changed. No, it's six. It's seven point three. Okay. Do you want to guess for me the Rotten Tomatoes score and? And spoiler, it's not the same as it was when we talked about it last night. It go down 69. Now 67. Mm. So it's been just like, it was 73 when it, like immediately when it came out. It's just chipping its way down a little bit. 69, now 67. I get it. And finally, the letterbox score. What do you reckon the letterbox score is? Three. Things around again? Three. The letterbox score is three. It is 3.6 out of 5. So I feel like that's every single one. I feel like that too. I'm just going to start saying 3.6 every time for Letterboxd. Well, this, as you Uh, mentioned. Calibrated, I've figured it out. (laughs) Yeah. People are average on movies. Look, as you mentioned, this is from director Gareth Edwards, who you will know from the likes of Rogue One and Godzilla 2014. He's done a bunch of stuff. Interestingly, uh, when I was doing my research for this, he cited films like the one I just mentioned, Apocalypse Now, Blade Runner, Akira, Rain Man, even E.T. the Extraterrestrial as inspiration for this movie, which you can see all of that in this. I don't really see Apocalypse Now. Uh, I totally did. Where? Like, there are, uh, there are so many bits. Like I where, guess just because it's set in Southeast Asia, but... Not even that. It's like when I, they were rowing down, like, in the rivers, like, rowing down the rivers, and there was, like, a big old plot about, like a general going like out of his mind and trying to do his own thing. I was like, this is fucking apocalypse now, dude. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It was John D- Washington's character sort of followed the Marlon Brando esque thing of being like, he went off the rails, did his own thing, like went against orders. I saw a lot of that, but as I mentioned, John David Washington is in this as Joshua. Who I can't help but say like Rachel from friends, Joshua. <laughs> if you hear me say it like that, that's why it's got a great cast though. Uh, Madeline, Yuna Voilers. As Alfie, who we're going to talk about, because I thought she was phenomenal in this. Yeah, dude. Gemma Chan from The Eternals is back as Maya. There is a bunch of people oh, in this. Oh, that's what she's from. Yes. There's a bunch of people you'll recognize yeah. in this. 
Uh, Ken Watanabe's in this. He's in you also have Ralph Inson, who you'll remember from fucking every film we've talked about over the past year. Uh, he was the Green Knight, etc. Very, very good. Yep. I did my best, right? So I want to bring Goofy and the pick back in a big way. And I'm waiting for a really good one to like hit you up with. Okay. There are none in this fucking movie. I was really annoyed. Everyone looks so normal. Class acts. I, I mean, like, it's aesthetically pleasing, this movie. That, I mean, yeah, let's talk, let, yeah. Let's talk about the movie. Then. Yeah. <laughs> What's the plot first before we get into that? Uh, the West and the East are in a war over AI. Who would have guessed? Um, so not very different from today. Uh, with very different opinions on its future role in society. After a nuke goes off in LA that is blamed on, blamed, that for which AI is blamed for, I right, guess right. I should say, America has banned AI and is in a war to eliminate it from the world. And New Asia, China. I like that New Asia thing. That was interesting. China. Yeah. Are forward thinking on AI. Right? Was it China? Was China involved in that? Because I didn't I mean, I'm like, just saying like China. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, yeah. like, you know, it's like the mod, you know. They did like a map. It's it not wasn't like, in there. But it's not like Vietnam, like no. became New Asia. China became. Anyway, the uh, point I'm trying to make is that at this point in time, New Asia are forward thinking on hmm. human rights. So a lot has changed. AI in, rights. The next, well, by extension, the, a lot has changed in the next <laughs> 200 years to make this pivot, but uh, not sure if Gareth Edwards has been paying attention to modern news, but who am I to judge? And we follow the protagonist himself. We do. American agent John David Washington as he ventures across enemy lines to stop a super weapon of which we do not know what it is that could change the tide of war. And as he does this, like any protagonist, he confronts his own regrets, biases, mistakes. <laughs> And humanity. <laughs> you okay over there? That's my plot summary. You're getting so into this. Look, uh, this yeah. is a stunning film. Yeah, Man, I, everything about this, I was like, this is so beautifully shot. I think you even turned to me at one point in the cinema and like, fuck, this is beautiful. I was like, you can just tell everything is real. It was very uh, well done. Yeah. Like, How much money did this cost? That's a good question. You keep talking and I'll find that out. In well, the yeah, like it, it is an extremely, extremely aesthetically pleasing film. You know, it's hitting all the right Instagram angles. You're just like, <laughs> whoa. Wow, it's only an $80 million dollar budget. That's insane. Somebody did a really good job with the CGI. Well, I, you know what? Yeah, okay, we'll talk about CGI. And not definitely. even just that, just like the, the aesthetic design like is very well thought out. It's very uniform. Yes. Like, yes. The storyboards on this people, like whoever did those was like on par. It basically looks like they're like, let's create all these great, beautiful scenes with this great futuristic AI, robotic, future technology aesthetic, and then fit a plot inside. I don't know. I think I think there's a step before that. I think they've gone, let's find the most beautiful scenery to take some massive, True. beautiful, True. Wi wide shots of. That as well. L like subtly layer over some you know extra bits of like ai i mean the cities are different when you're in the cities it's different yeah. but like some of the i mean most of it's set in quite rural areas like i don't know we're the talking, architecture is, is yeah really, yeah we're talking sort of you know a lot of this was set in thailand and you can really tell and it was filmed there and some of the fucking visuals are just like super powerful but something about this film just didn't a hundred percent connect with me. Uh, I agree about the film, but the aesthetic did. Oh, that's that. I believed 100%. the world. Like it was fully like fleshed out and like, um, from a design perspective, like you, it just felt real from design now, perspective. A hundred percent. One, one hundred percent agree. Yeah. I think there was just something within this and we might, we might get around to it at some point that just didn't quite do it for me. But like the introduction to the key threads that you were talking about there, I think super interesting. The bomb in LA, the Joshua and my relationship, you know, the 
and a fight for humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're pretty stock standard sci-fi tropes, let's be frank. And I thought they were quite interestingly done in many cases. Mm. Like the propaganda element of it about, like you mentioned, you know, chucking AI under the bus for dropping the nuclear bomb when, was it AI? Who knows? Well, like, I mean, like, they're, they're, I would agree that this movie had interesting concepts sure. that they should have made the forefront of the plot. Yeah. Instead, they were one-liners. Yeah. But that entire thing, yeah. what you just said, that, that could have been a cool part of this story that they investigate. You feel like that should have been like double clicked into way more. And instead it was like a one-liner. And we'll talk about this yeah. a little bit as well as we go through. There were a lot of flashbacks in this film. And I think the flashbacks were used not as ways to build the story, but because the initial parts of the story weren't well fleshed out in the first place. So they had to remind you of shit. And we'll talk yeah. about it a bit as we go through, but like that took me out of this and, you know, it really just lengthened it for me. I was like, if you'd have just done this properly in the first place, set this up well, you wouldn't have to do this. Yeah, or just like through. do it through, through character moments. All these Probably. movies nowadays think they need to like just do a big spiel to like set the tone. It's like, no, you could literally like trust the viewer to get yeah. that from conversation. But I get they did, and that but, makes it more interesting because you're like, what happened? And like you're intrigued. You get on your yeah. Like, I got to figure this out. Whereas like instead, roll credit. Nuke was dropped on LA. But I quite it's liked a, how they did that. They did it with like a conference, I, right? I didn't mind how they did it. Yeah. Like as compared to the other ways it could be done that are bad. Sure, sure. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, but it's still not how I would do it. Sure. Like you, you can maybe have that conference as a thing that you see yeah. that the characters are watching on TV or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's fine. Sure. Like it's the anniversary of it and we're watching and he's watching like, but I think that's what, yeah, that's pretty much what he was. And I, I kind of like that. Mm. I thought it was, in, I thought, look, it wasn't as tropey as it could have been. I quite like, it's, it's kind of like a parallel earth though, It's still right? just like the narration. It's like, like, let's start with 20 minutes of narration so you understand what's going on. Sure. I just don't like that. As a, I don't think that's the way like good writing's done. Well, what did you think of the relationship between uh, Joshua and Maya? So John David Washington's character and Gemma Chan's. Because that, we are like thrown headfirst into that. And they are so in love. Yeah, it's super cute and then creepy. And then so creepy. And it's also creepy because like, I just don't believe, like, I, I guess I just don't believe their relationship. How could this guy yeah. who, who, is, who views it this strongly that like they're just robots fall in love with this girl who obviously sympathize empathize yeah, is an empathizer yeah it's mad and well this is all within the first five minutes 20 minutes of the movie but interestingly the movie is set up with this backdrop of you know war is coming to new asia and there's this blossoming relationship between uh, joshua and maya and then all of a sudden we find out well that joshua's effectively trying to find the the leader of the ai resistance through maya who's a human and there is a strike on their home by the US military and Maya is killed. And the story from there is effectively Joshua's, you know, fallout from that, his regrets, him being, dra- him thinking he's out, but being dragged back in. Many, like, a, many a, yeah, many a regret, many a yeah. angsty moment. But there's this sort of backdrop of, you know, the US are trying to find this, you know, final boss yeah, they've basically, of AI. They've heard about a MacGuffin. Yeah, literally. And they can't they have the u.s has basically this convoluted satellite weaponry that just like barcode scans the earth and just like shoots things and apparently it's just like really really powerful and that's why they're winning big fucking bombs but apparently new asia has a secret weapon and that's what he's tasked to find yeah and you know what like the setup of it isn't bad and we're going to talk about performances in just a moment but 
there is something that really takes me out of this. There are some really, really good ideas in this film. Like, so for example, 100%. the reanimation of like a corpse type yep, thing. 100%. So what you can, there's, there's a great idea of like, you can scan someone's brain after death and whatever is remaining in there. Depending how recent or how, yeah, how long they've been there, yeah. you can basically download it to a thumb drive, chuck it in like one of the AIs, the synths, like which is the another. Bots, yeah. Uh, so there, there are two. We'll just the Westworld West character. <laughs> yes, there are yeah. two. There are two groups. There's the synths, which are human-looking robot AIs, and then there are robot chappy-looking AIs. You can pop it in one of them, and they're just—it's just that person in the final moments, and that would be fucking horrifying. Mm-hmm. I really like some of the ideas in this. I—I uh, I like that AI is effectively like pacifist for the most part, but they're being yeah. forced into you know defending themselves i mean that sounds about right yep there there's a whole spiel about like neanderthals being killed out killed off by humans that's a good idea that you know this is this is how they're uh propagandizing this war it's it's good like it's, some of the ideas are there it just isn't it just doesn't a hundred percent work for me mm. and i can almost put my finger on why that is and I, I know why it is for tell me. me for me it's just overall i feel like the aesthetics beautiful though like they had really cool ideas that were just ideas that they, they didn't interesting flesh out and create something more around something that's novel instead they just like they had these great novel ideas and then just like over over rotated on like tropes at like the most surface level they definitely did and it feels like you know if it was just that it'd be one thing but it's also i feel like it's characters like the, the characters motivations were hard to believe and oftentimes conflicting like it was just that's hard to believe to. that these this couple would be here its plot points become a bit more unbelievable at times because of that and extremely overused in others when it's like using tropes and the world they created, like as beautiful, beautiful as it as was, it yeah. it's just like too one-sided and easy for the topic to material to be engaging. Yeah. Like you're never ever like agreeing with the protagonist. Agreed. You're like, yeah, like in this, the way they've set this up, like AI are like, perfect. There's no downsides. Why would you be, why would you care? No, you know what sure. I mean? Like that, yeah. it's like, it's too simple. They oversimplify it. There's not enough gray to make me actually empathize. And the way I'm like, this guy's just a dick. He wants to kill way his all the aliens. Is, yeah, <laughs> but, but the way his allegiances flip. Yeah, it, it's almost like there's no there's no build up. It just happens. Like a scene before he. Yeah, there's no like pivotal moment. No, there's not yeah. none of that. And it's it's interesting because and tell me if it's just me. But I don't love John David Washington. I, I think, don't mind him. I just think. I'm not so sure. Far, yeah. It's not a lot of depth. Like it's kind of the same guy as the protagonist, but also both of these characters are pretty one-dimensional. Same same. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the material he's been given. Yeah, I don't I know agree. if it's him. He's very earnest and feels committed. I don't see any joy in him. You know, when he's like, there's not like love of acting in him. He's not full, something about him just doesn't feel fully invested in any of his roles to me. I don't know. I don't what think that he's is. had good roles to bite into. Ah, interesting. I don't think his characters that he's had have had like any kind of like actual writing that allows him to like his emotive moments to pay off for the viewer interesting i don't think it's his acting i i like i like his man as an act I, I, it's believable sometimes it's a bit too casual he's like oh fuck. that's what i mean there's some moments like that where i'm like bro this isn't like that's you in the mean. boy like, you are in a you are an actor and like um, and like he has these reactions right. sometimes to things that are happening around him casual is the perfect word for yeah him. like he's in like a war zone and he's yeah. like oh that just happened and you're like dude like I know you're a former soldier, but fuck like, me, man, not, react. Is he actually? Or are you just saying In this, yes. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, he's former military. Uh, no, like he's, uh, like the level of intensity sometimes isn't there, but then it is. Like in the, in the like emotional moments, like I believed he was sad. 
Yeah, agreed. And that's yeah. interesting. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's it's the action scenes he's not great at. Maybe he needs to move away from that for a hot minute. I think he's. Yeah, we'll see. I, he's, I, I wouldn't count him out. I, I wouldn't count. I wouldn't him either. Out. I mean, he's uh, bloody Denzel's kid. He's going to get roles, but. He is the same character in everything I've seen. Everything so far. he's and in. like the same, like the same moves, the same emotions, like the same face, like like he just plays the same dude. Agreed. In those two movies, Tenet and this. Agreed. Has he done anything else? Uh, there's an, uh, there's a bit of trivia we'll talk about yeah. in a hot minute. We'll come back to that. But outside yeah. of him, I kind of liked pretty much everyone else in this. Like Gemma Chan was a little one dimensional, but that's the writing of that character. She kind of was there to be fridged in the first place, and then sort of be his motivation throughout the film. But like I talked about that. Uh, She's Al- Alfie, she's she's stunning. Yeah. yeah, really stunning. I talked about Alfie in this. Who's the? Well, she's in the trailer. Literally, like she is the weapon, but is also a child. The weapon. The weapon. Get everything with guns in the air. She like that Amazing. was not very like unique as as like a idea. No, but amazing actress performance and like phenomenal, p- great performance and yeah, like one of the things I wish they doubled down on more. I feel like the AI actress. It felt more of a human than John David Washington did. She was very I, emotive. I nearly turned to you at one point and was like, I wonder if the twist is going to be that John David Washington like, has is been replaced AI. by AI and doesn't know about it. Is on you AI. know, I wasn't like, I honestly thought, but then anyway, like, you know, uh, I, I thought Colonel Howell, who was the Alison Janney's character, who she was so compelling. Like, she had so many layers to her. Like, she'd lost her sons to the AI. She'd. You know, she'd been in the combat for so many years. She just yeah. wanted to end the war, but like at what cost? I like her. I liked her. I liked the, uh, I wish that they would have given her more of a, like a chance to, what's the word I'm looking for? More of a chance to like evaluate and just not be able to do mm. it. You know what I mean? Like to evaluate mm. if this was the right thing, like a tender moment yeah. or like a where, and she just like, she can't let go and she just fails at it. But like, yeah. you see that conflict. She's, she, it was a bit too much and maybe I'm American, but it was a bit too much like GI Joe, mm-hmm. everybody's mm-hmm. an idiot. Like I get it. America has a huge military and is everywhere, but they're, they are more sophisticated than just the marines from aliens too like they wouldn't be like this one dimensional that was her crew and it's kind of frustrating to have it be like in a add more gravitas add more nuance and it will be a better film totally even if you even america will still be the big baddie but you can give them more oomph if they're actually more ruthless and thoughtful as opposed to just we just kill all ai totally and and that's where i got the avatar bit from in my stupid plot summary she was effectively the bad captain in avatar yes that was her character yes with no room for deviation, but her acting was better. And she sense. was like, wet, she, yeah. she she had like that one emotional moment. Agreed. So so you got a little bit more out you, of it, and and like, but she had emotion in her as well. And yeah. captains, you don't often see that. And I wonder if there's potential they could have expanded on that, but they just didn't. Could there's, there was plenty of time. There was plenty. <laughs> Speaking of, like, did you find this movie dragged a little bit at the end? Yeah, but it was actually so like the the action was so fucking unique and like the way the True. weapons like it was like the design of them and it was beautiful and not super cgi and the sound quality yeah really like good. the explosions were raw and like completely so, so to me like it did drag but it doesn't drag the same way i know aquaman is gonna drag you know what i mean like <laughs> it's just like it was it felt like visceral and real and it was really well executed like everything yeah. felt like 20 like 30 years gorilla grimy yeah. like yeah, yeah. Like it felt like real tech that you could believe we would have in twenty, thirty years. Maybe not. Maybe not the actual robots yeah. themselves. But like you, 
it felt realistic. Yeah, like the, the art the design, bombs, like the sorry, the grenades and stuff they had. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about the weapons and stuff, like maybe in spoilers, because some of it sort of leans into some of those ending scenes. But you're right, the design of them is phenomenal. Yeah, I loved it, and I loved the sound engineering. I, like, I tell you, the thing that took me out of it a little bit, and I think I mentioned this before, but was when you because they hadn't fully fleshed out a lot of the character motivations, they kept having to do like these little flashbacks. And it just like, you'd be like flicking through a really good scene and it'd be like, this guy was from here in the film. And you'd be like, ah, well, if you'd have done 10 seconds more of him earlier, I'd, I'd get what you're talking about. I, I just about. don't understand why they made it. Like, it feels like they just like had this, they had this story and then just like jumbled it all up. Mm. And then like, it would have just been a, easier if it was a simpler story where we got more time with, you know, the main character in the beginning, we see his biases, like we see him yeah. CLA, we see his biases like form. We see how that like drives his life a bit. We like just a linear story. I feel like he, I don't, I, I don't would... know why we had to like get this like yeah. whole like bullshit back and forth thing going on, which just confuses everyone. Do you think Gareth Edwards watched like a lot of Tarantino before I went into this and just went, fuck, I'm doing that. Because <laughs> like it was like in chapters, there was yeah. a lot of like that, uh, out of sequence storytelling. There yeah. was a lot of that Tarantino, like no, not as good as Tarantino, obviously, but there was a lot of influence in there I saw. Yeah. How, one of the coolest scenes was that when that you just hear the radio, boom, 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 everything. No? No, when was that? In its right place. Like it just like radio head kicks in and they're about to like drop in and do like some crazy mission. It's like the start of the mission. Oh, nice. I, and I, it was I remember like, that. Oh, it was so cool. I love that song. Though. The soundtrack was pretty good. And it was like right at the perfect time where like you see all the new sci-fi like weaponry as mm. they're about to. It was cool. The, I don't know. I think building on that, building on what you're talking about, about like the the synths a little bit more. Yeah. I think like you've kind of got to suspend your disbelief with them a little bit and sort of going leading into world building a bit here because they have the potential to grow and grow old. Is that yeah, right in this film? I guess. Because they didn't really explain it. No. Well, in, interestingly, there were older synths, right? So like a, a Ken Watanabe is not young. So they like older people playing these synths, right? And yeah. I think the idea was that Alfie could grow. I don't understand how that physically works. Like, does the metal in them grow? Do they add new parts to themselves? Like, how physically does that work? That doesn't make sense. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Don't think about it, I think is the yes. answer. But like what you just said. You had to suspend your disbelief a little bit, maybe. Yeah. But it definitely benefits from Edwards, you know, shooting a lot of this without green screen. I was actually doing a bit of research background. And like, you can see it that I didn't yeah. know that, but like, it just looks better. Like most of it was filmed on location using smaller cameras. Better. You said gorilla action, gorilla filming techniques, baby. And all the sci-fi, all the sci-fi stuff was put in later. I think that really worked for this, especially yeah. with the action. Yeah. Because a lot of the action that you were talking about is done in like rice fields and shit or on a beach type thing. And without these beautiful vistas and these sort of amazing wide shots, Facts. it doesn't work as well for me. Yeah, no, I, I like it a lot. Yeah. I like the way they did that. I like the action and the CGI, pretty flawless, let's be frank. What do you think of the synths having the big hole through the middle of their heads? Like, seemed like a big weak spot to me. I was a bit like, you know how... I just, well, I didn't really understand its function. No. Like, if it had a function, other than just, like, looking that way. Looking you know cool, I mean? making noises. Yeah, like, maybe if you saw someone, like, 
the reason that's there is because like when they get a checkup or a fucking up look upgrade like that's an integral part then like okay yeah but it just maybe like a maybe whole- it's so you know who is a sin maybe it's like humans trying to define what is what because there is an uh yeah that could be it yeah there is an element in this movie whereby you can give your likeness to create more sin more ai sin yeah. like bodies right and maybe it's to just be like define who is who because there's obviously there, there would obviously be paranoia right yep if they came out tomorrow and said we can make perfectly human looking ais yep would you not be a bit paranoid yep I'd be terrified. I think that's literally the plot of one of like Fallout 4's storylines. Ma- many, many yeah. films, video games. Yeah. But like, I think the idea behind that might have been let's give them something that makes them very obviously not human. Yep. And I don't personally know many humans with big holes through their head. Do you? Personally, I do not. <laughs> that are living. <laughs> the or other them. bit of CGI I thought I'd mention was John, uh, John David Washington. He had... Um, he had a couple of limbs mi- missing in this. Did you notice that? Yeah, they, and they he didn't an really leg. dig into that. No, I think that's like, just that's from his point. military past. Like, I just don't understand why they would wouldn't like. Pretty seamless though the CGI on that. Pretty yeah. good. I thought the only thing I was thinking was like, is it entirely necessary? <laughs> like, I get it. Builds it's some sort of character building, but they didn't expand on it in the movie in any no way. So, no, it wasn't really. I mean, it was meant to be character building, but it didn't really like. Because the point is like he's using. AI and like robot, like robot like accessories. There's something, almost, there's yeah. something there. You yeah. can dig in with his character, yeah. but they didn't even touch it. No, that's no. a weird. That's a bit like the iRobot thing, isn't it? Where like he has the robot arm, but he's, yep. you know, he hates it yep. because he hates the robots or whatever. I for me, man, like it, there's a lot of good things about this film. I just think it probably drags a little bit much for me. But do you want to talk tones and themes then? Tones and themes. I mean, the big to- like tone I got like out of this was like. Like peace comes through understanding, like sure. co- like like civilization comes through understanding, sure. You know? And uh, it, that's yeah. Without going to the spoilers, I think that's the theme. <laughs> okay. I don't know how much I can talk about it beyond that, it. but like you you do see everyone that has conflict, everyone that like hates each other, the ones that get over it have become to some kind of understanding of like yeah. what the, what the other side is and what they want and why they operate that way. They can understand them and therefore live with them. Mm-hmm. And when they can't, it's they, they either refuse to or cannot find understanding. Can I, can I make a sweeping statement? Yeah. I think this movie tried to make a lot of clever or intelligent, I don't know, reflections or like yeah. change, change of perceptions on what people think and just mm-hmm. didn't quite hit the mark. Does that resonate with you? I, think I don't it, think it hit the mark at all. What I'm saying is, I think yeah. it tried to be really clever, but didn't quite. It, what, it wasn't even close to being clever. That's yeah, what I'm I saying. Agree. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got, like it, like it was definitely tried. It had, it, and it could have, I think. It, had it, was a, it was missing a legitimate, like, good twist. Is, yeah. And a good lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my quick tones and themes I had look, there's uh, allegories of, like, you know, uh, Americans going to war for the wrong reasons, there's yep. scapegoat culture propaganda and blindly following there's redemption loving your enemy yep there's there's a lot going on here and it's almost too much at times i yeah you could you could do more it's like select one stick with it you know um best and worst three best three worst best for me has to be well one of the ones is the kid actor uh, oh yeah i got her or whatever his name is Alfie. Uh, alfie Madeline Yuna Voilers. Uh, Probably her name is, I said say. very differently. Um, beautiful and unique aesthetic. Well created. Um, yep, same, same. And like the CGI is a part of that. We got the same, buddy. Yeah. It finally happened. And we got then the same three. 
the yeah well that was like beautiful and unique aesthetic like the cgi was super like, i threw that in there so my third is actually just like the, there's a few really cool new sci-fi concepts that okay. i think they had um and you've, you've talked about one of them but uh and they should have doubled down on those i think i think so too uh i got exactly the same for best uh what do you got for worst the plot okay like not necessarily the plot like it's execution the execution yeah but like even the plot a bit too it needed a twist okay uh, it needed something yeah tropes everywhere all the Should time like down a little bit tropes everywhere all the time i got trope heavy baby um and i think like the biggest flaw uh is the oversimplification of a really complex mm. problem challenge topic that is topical right now in so our society topical. Uh, leads you to question like character motivations and the plotting plot. One hundred percent. Like it's just too oversimplified. It's not gray enough. It's not conflicted enough. There's not enough like conflict between like who's right, who's wrong. Like it's Sith and Jedi. It's no yeah. gray area. It's like yeah. come on, give us give us something. Uh, I I agree. I had the trope heavy. I had that uh, John John David Washington. Look, there is just something about him not that a fan. hasn't not a fan. hasn't clicked yet, and it will. And the other one I had was just like USA USA. USA, you know, like it's, I yeah. get it. They're the, they're the bad guys in a lot of these things. And it's almost, it's almost a trope in itself at this point mm. of the US being, you know, thinking they're right, but probably not being right. Mm. It's like, we can, you can do something more intelligent than this. Like <laughs> use what you have. You have good actors here. Yeah. So finally, what we do is before we get into spoilers, we like to talk about our famous rating system. I say famous. One day it's going to be famous. I really hope it will be. And what that is, is we see the internet has been completely binary, 100% binary. So this is either better or worse than the most average movie that we know of, which to date is Aquaman 2018. Dio, is this better or worse than Aquaman 2018 and why? It's better because the CGI for a movie that both lack uh, plot and twists and things I really Mm. care about, the CGI and aesthetic is more, uh, A, it's just actually real, actually good. Yeah. And B, it's more uniform. Like it's more, yeah, it's okay. more, it comes with more yeah, of a, I like that. What's the word I'm looking for? They, they came in with a, a plan and they executed it where Aquaman was all over the place. I agree. Completely agree. 100%. I'd say it's better than Aquaman 2018. It's not far off though. Like mm. it's certainly very middling. And I think the things we talked about in terms of, you know, tropiness, leaning too heavily on really obvious tones and themes mm-hmm. and not diving into the interesting ones enough, mm-hmm. you know, really let it down a little bit, but it, it was right there. It had so much potential. Yeah. You know, should we talk a bit of spoilers? Let's do it. Not much to say really. Well, um, I, li- I like the big spoiler of this was that the bomb in LA, which the AIs have been scapegoated for the whole time was actually caused by a human error. I thought that was so interesting. And it was such a throwaway line. I didn't really like that, to be honest. I did. I thought it was because great. Because I was like, I like the idea of it being caused by a human error, but the way they described it, it just like shows a fundamental not understanding of like... Completely. Science. It's like, oh, it was bad code. Well, then like, isn't the AI checking the code? Like, <laughs> like what do you... <laughs> at what point is it human versus AI when every AI is in everything? Like, that, anyway, the point being, uh, I like the idea that it wasn't an AI. Well, I mean, it's and just, it was a cover up or what? Yeah. Like, but they didn't even talk about that. Like, I feel they, like it's yeah. just another way to start another war, yeah. right? To keep yeah, that, no, keep it's, that money yes, pumping. It's, it's manifest destiny. It's yes, uh, like America trying to take California from Mexico by pretending we were fired at. Like, 100%. That's the, I, I like that as a concept. I just didn't like the idea. It's one, of, it's one of the areas of the film that didn't 
get fully fleshed out. Yeah. It was a throwaway line. Yeah. It's the way Ken Watanabe said it was just so off the cuff. I was like, totally. dude, like, this is interesting. Let's dive into this. And then I guess the next big spoiler was around like the child or Alfie being created to stop weapons, not as a weapon. Yes. I liked that concept. Yes. And they kind of did, they dove into that a fair amount. They did. But it was, uh, you, t- you tell me about this, right? Did, sorry, okay. Let me tell you what I'm, the, the thing that took me out of that was she can affect technology, right? So when she's near. She's a walking MacGuffin. She, yes. And it is in no way she can do anything. at any point clarified what exactly she can do. There are times she can change the technology to do whatever she wants. So like there's times when she touches like one of the robots and they're all of a sudden, yeah, go through the queue or whatever. Mate, you but, can't just say that. You can't explain it because it's absurd. It's but like, <laughs> so, like yeah. it's not a real thing. Of course. But like there's no way to explain it. But the reason why it took me out was so there were scenes when you're like, why didn't she just fucking use it? So for example, um, there is a scene where Joshua re-meets a buddy Drew again, a time where you're taken out of it because you have to go back and remember who the fuck Drew is. Yep. Uh, go and find him in New Asia and they are in his apartment. The police find them and these AI police, they go up, they raid the apartment. It's super intense. Yep. Big gun battle. Really, really well executed action actually. Really nice. Uh, Drew's AI wife, she gets blown up. So obvious that that, that was a bomb. Um, <laughs> but... She's just in the room. Alfie's there, right? And if she yep. can affect technology around her, they're all AI. They're all machines. Why not just stop them or change them? Because to... well, that's the biggest part that I had trouble with. For real, I haven't even talked about it yet. Yeah. Why is the AI, why is Alfie helping him for like half the movie? Mm. There's no motivation or reason for it. And I guess that's a good answer to your question. She imprints on him. Because she's not really like, she's not really sure what this guy's about. She's not really sure who she should be rooting for. She makes her own decision eventually to help him. But like maybe at that point, like she's not, she she could easily also be trying to get caught because he's the American stealing Mm. her with, and the Americans want to destroy her. Yeah. Because she, because she is the one. But he kept her alive for that point. And I mean, like the, yeah, but whatever. I mean, like she was alive before that. Like, (laughs) well, and one of the things you talked about before was there was just like a flip in his character. Like there was just a moment, and it's not fleshed out. There was no gray. There was no um and ah in it. Well, originally he's trying, he's stealing her to help him because he thinks she can help us find his wife. Which there's really no clear reason why that would be the case. Why she'd help him. Why she'd help him, why this little child would know where his wife is. Yeah. He has no information to suggest, suggest that. Yeah. So there's a lot of plot holes here too. It's so like many. half written. Yeah. And, and, and one thing I'd go back to though is, and you, you tell me how you feel. I think there might be like an ethical thing behind that though. Like that, like this is me really reaching here. This is me finding a reason. So like why she didn't just stop the, the AI around her, like just shooting and blowing up that whole apartment. Like she could have just done it with one prey of her hands or whatever she was doing. Maybe there's an ethical thing. Maybe she's like, should I do this? Like, if if they're a life form, should I affect them? Would be interesting if they explored didn't, that. They well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I shouldn't have to bring this to a movie. You know what I mean? Like, this should be at least thought about. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Um, look, it's, it's an interesting scene and kind of a prime example of this movie not maybe having enough time in the oven. Yeah. Like, or at least not in the right time in the oven in the right places like they obviously spend a lot of time on some things but probably does yeah. well it's interesting because the cgi like why can't all movies look like this yeah like you look beautiful. at marvel and stuff like so just good. use use whoever did this this is great yeah for sure um i i guess following on from spoilers then what did you think about the idea that 
Alfie was a recreation of Joshua and Maya's unborn child that had grown into... Quite predictable. Too predictable. Interesting um, concept, though. Not sure why it matters. Well, it made him not immediately murder her, maybe. Like, but he didn't know that until later. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Like, I, I get, like, if it's useful for some reason in the plot, or there was something unique about him, or, like, maybe it was symbolic of somebody who, like, really hated machines and somebody who, like, didn't. Like, and they're using that as a symbol. Like, I, I don't know. They would have I didn't get any of that from what they yeah. did. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Completely. It was just kind of a way for him to maybe, like, like the kid a bit more. Without knowing. <laughs> Without, yeah, but he didn't know. So, again, like. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting one because there's so much ethical and philosophical layering on this. Yeah. Which could have been explored and could have been, you know, really helpful to this film. And none of it was. I was like, guys, come on. Like, I, look. I sound like I've been really down on this. I liked this film in general. I did. Um, I liked the action. And one of the action scenes we'll talk about is, so the US find a hideout where a bunch of the AI are hiding. And one of my all, my favorite bits this whole film was, like, they just got a bigger tank. I was <laughs> like, how America is this? I was like, the CGI in it was awesome. It's just the a dick massive was fucking, fucking tank. Sick, bro. It was huge. Yeah. The size of a building. Yeah. I was like, how, like, a thing I always laugh about in these movies is and like it's like the T-Rex problem from Jurassic Park. How could that sneak anywhere? That thing was loud be and massive. That would not sneak in the slightest. You'd well, hear that didn't really 10 sneak. miles away. They saw the trees coming down. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd see it like 20 miles away yeah. on the horizon and you'd just leave. You know what I mean? Yep. But so I guess then the plot progresses and then, you know, they find Maya who is technically still alive in what looks like a Buddhist-esque temple for AIs. And I liked the twist that she was alive technically, but effectively like brain dead almost. And they were just keeping her alive on ventilation systems because their programming basically said that they couldn't hurt her in any way. So they couldn't let her pass on. Yeah. Which was, that was kind of interesting. interesting. I liked that a lot. It was good. Again, something they could have explored more, but yeah. Well, yeah, and if the point of AIs is that their program is they can't hurt humans. Doesn't that defeat the whole point of the plot? Yeah. The whole bomb in LA thing. Why would they be able to do that? How would they be able to do that? Yeah. But I I think that was quite a nice tie for uh, Joshua's arc in that, you know, he had to turn the machines off on her life. He had to close that section of her life off. And then they went up to the, the big space thing. What's it called again? Nomad? Yes. And no, then he met the her big again. barcode scanner. And then you met her again. I was yeah. like, come on. I didn't mind that as like a cute thing. Like, no. cause they're both dying, but I, the way it was so convoluted, how the kid just like randomly dragged her out for no reason and then did it. It would have been more interesting if he had it around his neck and he, he did it himself to get that last moment. Yeah. Really. That would have been interesting. It's a minor change. Anything. Like, so I guess, I guess I was like, why is this kid like this kid's smart? He knows it's just like, why is yeah. she driving? I'm shaking my head. Over here. The, yeah. I guess the, the, the finale of it then is that, uh, you know, basically John David Washington, he's won over by Alfie. Caesar's a daughter figure. He sacrificed himself so that she can live. They blow up the nomad sky thing, which we haven't really talked about, but it's a bit of a, a MacGuffin really, isn't it? Betraying his country. Cool looking, but yeah. Yeah, it looked cool. Like the idea of it. Uh, and you know, she goes off to live happily ever after as a free AI, which I can't like, you know, like the ending of it's not a bad ending. Like it hits all the right spots. I didn't love the fact that Creepo got to see his dead wife one more time. I didn't mind that. I thought it was crazy 
how they were all running towards these massive things falling from the sky that were obviously going to explode when why were they I was doing like, that? This is very dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> just hold off for fifteen minutes until that thing's landed. Like, because it was literally falling directly out of orbit, right? Yep. So far down. Yep. I think ultimately I had like a lot of fun with this. It didn't blow my mind, but it mm-hmm. was you know it had a lot of potential. Agreed. I like he tried. I, it's a big swing. Didn't quite hit. I like that he tried. I, I agree. And there's, you know, worst movies I've seen in theaters, so I can't get Definitely. Complain. 100%. Do so, we yeah. Have, uh, do we have trivia today? You want some trivia true or false? Oh, you know I do. I love that you're ahead of me. You go, guy. Uh, All right. Uh, trivia true or trivia false DL. Benedict Wong, who you will know as Wong from Doctor Strange, was originally cast but had to drop out due to scheduling conflicts. Is that true? Is that false? False. Actually true. He would have been the Ken Watanabe character. Because uh, Ken Watanabe's in like all these guys' movies. He's so in assume, everything. Well, he's in this guy's the director's like got two with him at least. Oh, does he? Outside outside of this. Interesting. So I was thinking that might be false, but you got. Okay. Trivia true or trivia false deal. Yeah. Gareth Edwards, the director, he wrote the protagonist character specifically for another actor outside of John David Washington who had scheduling conflicts. Is that true or is that false? True actually false it's when he saw him in his movie monsters and men in 2018 mm. he wrote this role directly for him so basically what he did was he wrote a completely empty shell and said <laughs> you can do this yep. <laughs> finally then trivia true trivia false there is an easter egg nod to star trek in this true or is that false true it is that's super niche um basically the Enterprise, in one of the 1967 episodes, encounters a form of AI called Nomad, who is searching for the creator. So, pretty big, uh, pretty big influences there, there for this movie. There we go. Well, thank you for sticking around, DL. Thank you for sticking around, everyone. We really appreciate it. We hope do. you liked that. I hope you loved it. Let us know what you think. You can find us at podcastassemble at the podcastassemble.gmail.com www.podcastassemble.com we're there find all that stuff podcast assemble on instagram we are give yeah. us give us a five star review give us a comment a like a mention a mention do you want to wrap up the show deal yeah big thank you to you Tommy and Matthew Bliss for editing and mastering this week's episode um, if you'd like to hire someone to edit your podcast man Matthew's your guy head to matthewbliss.net and book a consultation today he's also got a podcast for your listening ears from my home to yours <laughs> an expat slash repat podcast where Matt and his wife share their experiences and advice for others moving to Ireland from Australia or really anywhere in between all those expats give Matt a five star there. as well yeah, that, guy, that guy star. deserves it he like while, you, while you're there an app giving us the five star just hit up their podcast yeah, give him one well. too might as well do it they had a latest episode was out on 3rd of September give it a go you guys will really like it it's yep. really wholesome definitely worth a shout thank you DL thank you Tommy tally ho baby tally ho and later skaters <laughs>